Hello, welcome to a special edition of a Pastor's People. Uh, Grant, Pastor Grant's here with me again. Uh, I'm sorry, we just recorded an episode a little yeah. bit ago, part two. We have not moved. Yeah. We got a second wind in us, we thought we'd do another one. Uh, but we're here, we're going to talk about um, uh, our evening service last night. Uh, you gave a talk on the beauty of singleness, and we had a panel discussion. Uh, any thing that you would want to hit on first before we go through these questions and maybe some stuff we want to talk about? I think everybody uh, within the body uh, has a special role. Mm. Um, and, and maybe framing it in a manner where when we're talking about singles and married, uh, putting it into the realm of, of the body in which... Um, Christ talks about it in the, in the word where he says, uh, the hand can't say to the foot, I have no need for you. Yeah. Um, and I think in our goal for uh, seeing uh, singles as that hand um, of just how beautiful it is and how valuable they are right. uh, to the body. Um, and sometimes we just don't, maybe if we're the foot, mm-hmm or we're not content mm-hmm. at being a hand, um, we can yeah. struggle in that. And so I just wanted to bring some of those things to light. Yeah, that's good. Um, thank you for the talk. And I think I know part of the reason for the talk is wanting our singles to feel the value that they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also there seems to be a stigma within our culture and that can creep into our church that Singles are less than you. Why do you think that stigma is there? Yeah, well, like I said last night, just with the uh, sexuality uh, that is in our culture that breeds in, Mm -hmm. you can't have true intimacy without being married or being sexual with someone. Right. Uh, And and that's just uh, so untrue. Um, I mean, it's even been spoken about, even in the Christian world so much, as Paul couldn't have been married. How could he have written 1 Corinthians 13? Mm -hmm. How can he truly understand love Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have a wife? He wasn't talking about marriage in 1 Corinthians. (laughs) But that's how how embedded that sexuality, oh, that's a marriage passage Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so i think it's so embedded into our culture doesn't it just say something about the church that the scriptures that we're using for love for marriage paul actually had in mind the local body yeah amen isn't that wild yeah that's what he had in his mind yeah which which we are the bride Mm -hmm. we are the bride of christ Mm -hmm. which is which is very true so we're not saying if you had that red at your wedding or (laughs) (laughs) so sorry this is i know we're we're about to go off track real fast i actually preached first Corinthians 13 at park a long time ago and i kind of Took a dig at weddings. I was like, "This is a rebuke that Paul is giving the court. He's saying you aren't these things. Right. You are a resounding gong. <laughs> Love is patient. Love is kind. I just said you weren't patient. <laughs> you were. <laughs> oh, good old Paul. Uh, so 
Sorry, nice question. Speaking of singles, <laughs> it all comes back together. Uh, so, what do you think? There is um, one question that I got was how to discern a call to singleness. But that language "call" is usually referred to the ministry or mission. Do you think there's a call to be a single? Um, no, I, I think it's, it's, where are you at the moment? Mm. You know, bef- before I met Amber and was married, I was called to singleness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, after, until death do us part, mm-hmm. I or Amber will be called to singleness again. Um, mm. and I think we just, maybe not a, not a, a, a call to it. But like it says in the scripture, a gift that has been given to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Eddie uh, said last night, sometimes it can be a gift that we want to return yeah. to the store. Hmm. Um, and so there can be some discontentment there. Yeah. Uh, but being uh, pleased with where God has you yeah. at this stage of life. Yeah, and part of that discontentment is desires in us. Mm-hmm. You talked about the sexual desire from our culture, just you know, as human yeah, beings, and just our yeah. flesh. Yeah, and then also there's other desires that we have. A family, you know. I got a few questions, kind of like I want children of my own, or I have a desire for children um, to like to, to raise them, but yet I seem to be given the gift of singleness. Is there any wisdom there or advice you would give? Yeah. Um, I've had, I, I, I had the privilege uh, to to work uh, at a children's home as a pastor. And um, a lot of the kids had such rough upbringings. Uh, they wanted a child of their own mm-hmm. um, to kind of have, someone to give the love that they were never able to receive um, and didn't care if it was the family model of husband and wife and children the way that God instituted it to be um, because they had such a void in their own lives. And uh, so that desire can be from a yearning in your own soul, mm-hmm. uh, or it can be something that he is planning to tell you that you will maybe one day mm-hmm. be married, um, whether that be in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the idea of when you are to get married changes in our culture uh, as we talk of um, Anna the prophetess. Mm-hmm. You know, she could have been 13. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Miss Helen was 17. Yeah. Uh, there's not many uh, in our culture. My grandmother was 16. Well, your grandmother was 16. Yeah, you know, I personally was 26. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so I think it just, it varies uh, also from our, our culture right. there. Um, but I would say... Uh, things that we view, uh, do we view struggles mm-hmm. as gifts mm-hmm. uh, to refine us? Uh, and so... Uh, yeah, that's another question I was going to have with this. Because there is this idea of, with discontentment, 
being single is that there's usually these desires that we have, but is that partially our culture to say, I have this desire, therefore the Lord is giving almost validation to me that he wants this to take place. Is there something part of our culture there? Yeah. I mean, as we, a lot of our people who are on the panel uh, were, were uh, not from the younger generation Mm -hmm. um and when you see all these posts of uh the best of family life right whether it be of how happy they are with a uh, child being born and just sitting there so quietly You know, nobody ever posts that picture of that child screaming at three o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, and and you just praying your one desire that that child goes to sleep. You pray out of your gut. Out of your gut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no thinking going on. <laughs> right. And so I think I think there is such a uh, can be such a misconception. Yeah. Of what life can be in that married that may have that discontentment seep in Mm -hmm. uh, like I say whether it be from your own past and how you were raised in a family or the lack thereof or uh, the images that you immediately see so I think of images right I think it's primarily the younger generation Mm -hmm. who's on social media yeah is, do you think that's maybe a, a reason why we've seen, I mean, just broad stroke purposes, we've seen younger people struggle with this more than the older singles? I mean, not that they don't struggle, obviously, but it seems to be this discontentment is more of the younger of not being okay with the singleness. Yeah, well, a, a lot more of their friend group is going from being single to okay. being married. Right. There's a lot more weddings mm-hmm. that you're attending, yeah. and it's awkward. No matter you know uh, me uh, f- officiating weddings, mm-hmm. like a lot of time with me, me having young children, I have to go by myself. Yeah, well, it's kind of awkward to be at a wedding by yourself, mm. and so when you're doing that more repetitive, repetitively, yeah, it can become like. Oh, I see all this joy. I see yeah. all these celebrations, and I just kind of feel awkward and hmm. out of place. Yeah, is there? I like what you said earlier, and then also kind of what Eddie was giving advice of this focusing outwardly. Mm-hmm. That seems to help. Is that? Do you think the people who are more discontent are more focused on themselves? Well, you got to, the example I just used, are you there excited for your friends who are getting married at this wedding, Mm -hmm. or are you sad and grieving because you don't have that special someone Mm. to dance your first dance with? Yeah. Um, I I think it it definitely, you know, um, as Eddie was talking about feeling lonely last night, um, of just when he feels that way mm-hmm. of going and serving someone else. Yeah. Uh, even Nate said it at, at his younger age. Right. 
uh, of just constantly going, uh, yeah. calling someone like me who he knows <laughs> is going to put him to work. Right. So. Yeah, and you talked about this just, um, you know, we've discussed, but someone asked about this idea of fighting hidden sins. As a married couple, you know, you have that companion that you can share sins or share struggles with. For the single, it seems to be trickier to, you know, be vulnerable. Is there any maybe advice you'd give with that? Yeah, and and I think within marriage as well, um, I think there can be ways where we uh, are not vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, with our with our spouses. Yeah. Um, things that we don't, in a sense, want them to see yet. Yeah. Uh, but knowing that that God puts people within the body that you're called to, that you need to be vulnerable with, you know, share, carry one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of our burdens are our sins uh, that we are struggling with, that we are trapped in, which we feel alone. Uh, like there's no one else who could be as wicked and evil as we are. And those things need to be brought to the light. And there are brothers and sisters in Christ who desire uh, to walk with you in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever I was speaking last night about my discontentment, well, when I, if you weren't there, I was looking out into the crowd and I was looking at Dave, Pastor Dave, because he's the one that I had shared that struggle with more than I had my actual wife, even yeah. though Amber knew that. Mm. But I, it, it was that friend yeah. that I was able to truly mm-hmm. hash that out with. I really do think especially in the West and our individual culture, we underestimate the body of Christ. Amen. Even as much as we do love our church, mm. I think we under- underestimate the gift that Christ has given us with the local body mm. to how close we can really be and how much our burdens we can actually share and that the struggles that we have, singleness as in a couple, whatever it is, often we can look at the, seems like we're oversimplifying almost like, Lean into your local body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Se- seek the Lord. Lean into mm-hmm. the church. And it's almost like you don't want to keep repeating the same answers. Yeah. Often it's the simple ones. that That's why they're there. Like, go to the scripture. What does he say? Brothers and sisters, which, I mean, he's, he's saying family. Right. Over and over again. You're a family. You're a family. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is a call to us of really continue to push us. How close should a family be? You yeah. know? Um if you're sitting out there and you're thinking, okay, what would be a detector of what he just said mm. in the simplicity? Mm. Okay. If you have a bill that needs to be paid and you don't have the money to pay it, where does your first mindset go to? Yeah. Relying on yourself, mm. getting another job, calling your parents back home. Right. Or come into the local body that loves you, yeah. that cares for you. Yeah, and that's good. That's very helpful. Like you even say, you're saying, you're saying, I have something I'm struggling with. Who do you go to? Right. Where does it go? You're struggling with loneliness. Where do you go to? Amen. You know, I think it's just 
yeah, we want to be that church yeah. where there is a, a rat, and which I think we are, right? We saw the encouragement on the panel, but as he writes to the Thessalonians, more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Do so more and more. Um, maybe let's close with, um, someone had a question. Is there advice for singles in preparation for marriage as well as um, preparation for being single? You know, is there advice you would give? Yeah, well, like what the scripture had said uh, of viewing it as a gift. Like, I can't be called to singleness and not see marriage as a gift as well. Like, I think that was what was so uh, so convicting to the elders and why we decided to discuss singleness is because we saw, and all of the elders are married, and we saw the gift of singleness and how we needed to celebrate it. Right. And so viewing marriage or singleness as a gift mm-hmm. and and how can we uh, view marriage as a gift in preparation I would say uh, see how it is a gift how it reflects Christ how it passes on um, the gospel to the next generation Uh, how he instituted this as the first, in a sense, kind of government that was ever set up, Uh, but also the beauty in our Savior being a single man until he was 33 years old and called home Paul being a single um, going over to the uh, Anna the prophetess and and seeing this uh, beautiful single yeah. uh, and seeing the gift yeah. uh, that they are to the body of Christ. I mean, ultimately, that eternal perspective. Right? Amen. Marriage will not last forever. Amen. Right, that's not our ultimate calling. Our Amen. ultimate calling is we will be we will be a bride. Amen. All of us one day will be brides. Amen. And. Uh, that's good. That's glorious. If just if you're listening, she'll invite you, right? If you want to discuss this more, you want advice, or like, man, like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I need some, maybe some help. Come talk to me. Come talk to Grant. First, though, the advice we give you, maybe <laughs> be sure you're ready to take any advice given to you because it may be. Grant's gonna put you to work. <laughs> 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 it may, you know, it may be us to. Uh, take you out of your comfort zone a little bit to really push you to serve, to get involved the church more. And so, uh, but we're here for you to pray for you, to talk with you and to do whatever we can for you. So uh, I'm going to pray us out. Amen. Heavenly father, we thank you for this time that we get to talk and reflect and discuss uh, you and you, the giver of good gifts that you have given us in couples, but also in singles, Lord. I thank you Father, for the examples we have, Uh, not only in scripture, but also in our very own church of godly men and women uh, who do not have their time divided, Lord, but they have sought to, uh, their main aim is to please you with their lives and to serve, Lord. And I pray, Father, for those who had the gift of singleness and are struggling and are hurting, God. I pray you would help, I pray you would just bless them and be merciful to them, but also you'd help the church to uh, wrap their arms around them, Lord. I pray, God, that 
you would just help your church to come together uh, to reflect your gospel and your glory. We pray this all in Christ's name. Amen.